Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Antonio Brown once again says he's retiring. If he does so, it's as the greatest Steelers receiver ever, but also the most selfish. Here's why. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Antonio Brown's revolving door of NFL retirement is swinging yet again. The Diva receiver, who has been sidelined for nearly a year, mostly by his own doing, or should I say undoing, tweeted a cryptic goodbye yet again. The first tweet was, quote, At this point, the risk is greater than the reward. Thank you, everyone who's been part of this journey. I sincerely thank you for everything. Life goes on. 84. And then he followed up with this. I came. I saw. I conquered. Mission complete. Call God. And finally, it was more cryptic and question-like. Is it time to walk away? I done everything in the game? Question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point. Interesting stuff. Is it Antonio crying out for attention or trying to stir up an offer in the NFL? Of course, those tweets came amid reports he is in talks with the Seattle Seahawks about joining up with Coach Pete Carroll and crew. So take it all with a grain of salt. Still, the news that Brown may be officially done after famous flameouts last season with the Oakland Raiders and then the New England Patriots, all following that stellar career with the Pittsburgh Steelers, has served to rekindle plenty of Antonio talk in the aforementioned City of Champions, to be sure. Brown remains a toxic pariah in the 412 area code. Steelers Nation fans want absolutely nothing to do with him. He embarrassed the franchise. He thumbed his nose at the city of champions, and he left Pittsburgh high and dry with great stats, but ultimately no hardware, as in no Lombardi trophies to show for it all. Thus, to black and gold faithful, Brown stands as the ultimate fool's gold. All flash, no substance, plenty of style, but no steel, stats, but no championships. In short, 
He was a big talking, look at me player who put self above team. That makes Brown the ultimate failure and the biggest disappointment in Steelers franchise history. And while I can sympathize with this Steelers fan's take, there is another side to this coin. The bad Pittsburgh penny that was Antonio Brown. A cold eye assessment of what this unheralded sixth round pick did with his nine Steelers season shows Brown could be the greatest pass catcher Pittsburgh has ever seen, and they've seen a few. Yes, I'm talking about better than the 70s dynamic duo of Lynn Swan and John Stallworth and all those super catches and even more super Super Bowls. I'm talking better than Lewis Lips, who was a one-man band in the mostly desolate 80s. I'm talking better than Lewis Lips, who was a one-man band in the mostly desolate 1980s. And I'm talking better than the always smiling, tough-as-nails fan favorite, Heinz Ward. Brown stands above them all. Just look at his clutch catches. He did it with the game on the line. He was also a possession guy. When the Steelers needed a first down, Brown was there. He did almost everything right on the football field. Sure, he ended up doing almost everything wrong off of it, but his bizarre self-sabotage came very late in his Steelers career. Up until it all unraveled in 2018, Brown was even considered a player's player. He wasn't always that big-talking but ultimately fragile and insecure diva that Mr. Big Chest became in the end. So delicate was this diva, Brown couldn't countenance even a speck of disrespect from his quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. Brown truly believed he made Big Ben, not the other way around. And Brown insisted upon his Steelers' release to set about proving it. But it all blew up in Antonio's face. Ironically, it was Brown himself who lit the fuse. Sad. It's really just sad. There's no question, Brown had both the outsized talent and work ethic to go along with his outsized ego. The root of the problem with Brown as a complete player can be found in his latest retirement tweet, however. Brown still believes his personal player statistics were the be-all, end-all of his worth as a player and teammate. This reveals a seriously big hole in his outlook on what a career in the NFL actually means. Player stats are great, but team championships are still the thing. They just never were Brown's thing. Not in Pittsburgh and not anywhere else in the NFL either. This is why the Steelers' best receiver ever will never be considered its greatest. He never achieved greatness along with his team. In fact, as Brown's retirement tweet makes clear, he feels he's accomplished everything, even though he never even played in a single Super Bowl. No NFL player worth his salt can feel this way, and his me-first outlook will always hold him back as a complete player and total teammate. And most of all, in the critical eyes of Steeler fans, where all that glitters is Lombardi's. But it shouldn't hold Brown back when it comes to consideration for the Hall of Fame. 
Quarterbacks are the only players judged on Super Bowls. All other players are evaluated on what they did within the confines of the teams they played for. And after all, it wasn't Antonio who gave up all those points to Blake Borders and the Jacksonville Jaguars in that divisional playoff loss at home after the 2017 season. Looking back, it was the Steelers' last best chance for a Super Bowl run. They haven't sniffed the playoffs since. All of Pittsburgh, it seems, blames Brown and his personal implosion for this. These forlorn fans may never give Antonio's due for all that he did do for the Steelers. Others surely will. I give you all the best takes on the still-evolving reappraisal of Antonio Brown's stellar career in Pittsburgh. It's a debate ignited anew by reports he finally may be done with the NFL. Plus, I have all the latest on the Steelers' training camp. Just 80 players will enter as we are just 50 days away from real football. The key word being real football, as it appears there will be no preseason games at all in this coronavirus-upended NFL season. So let's get right to it. CBS Sports HQ tweets this, putting Brown's career in perspective right off the top. Only three players in NFL history have at least 11,200 receiving yards, 74 receiving TDs in their first nine seasons. They are Antonio Brown, Jerry Rice, Calvin Johnson. That is not bad company. But where Brown fits into some of the beloved Steelers receivers over the years is where the debate in Pittsburgh begins. His modern competition for fans' hearts is Heinz Ward. It didn't take long for BehindTheSteelCurtain.com to chime in in favor of Heinz. The site writes, quote, With news of former Steelers receiver Antonio Brown's latest retirement from the NFL, some debate sparked online about how soon Mr. Big Chess could be enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But the only thing ringing out in my mind was, quote, Everybody hold your horses. The next Steelers receiver who should be entering the Hall of Fame is Heinz Ward. So many Diva receivers have jumped over Heinz for a spot in Canton, from Terrell Owens to Randy Moss and other receivers of his era like Isaac Bruce and Marvin Harrison. Ward has bested them all and a lot of other Hall of Fame receivers in a ton of statistical categories. Take a look at the following. Heinz Ward had more receptions, 1,000, than Randy Moss at 982 and Steve Largent at 819. Wards had more yards, 12,083, than Michael Irvin, 11,904. Touchdowns, 85, than Fred Belitnikoff at 76 and Michael Irvin at 65. Super Bowl rings, 2, than Moss, Owens, Largent. Chris Carter, Andre Reid, Tim Brown, all at zero, and Marvin Harrison and Isaac Bruce with one each. Plus, he's considered the greatest blocking wide receiver of all time, which cannot be measured by stats. Now let's compare head-to-head career stats of Antonio Brown and Heinz Ward. Yards, Ward, 12,083. Brown, 11,263. Receptions. Ward, 1,000 even. Brown, 841. 
Touchdown, Ward, 85, Brown, 80. Super Bowls, Ward, 2, Brown, 0. Super Bowl MVPs, Ward, 1, Brown, 0. Each category falls in favor for Ward. The only argument you can make for Antonio is that he appeared in only 131 games compared to Ward's 217. But the only person's fault for this is Antonio Brown's. Hey, that's strong stuff. All from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and I love it. But other Pittsburgh sports analysts have it hands down for Brown and his reliable hands as the best Pittsburgh pass catcher ever. Oh, yeah. And a Hall of Fame shoe-in. So let's get right to those Twitter tweets coming out of the 412 area code. From Nick Farabaugh with Pittsburgh Sports Now. Quote, I love Heinz Ward, man, but Antonio Brown was more talented and the better receiver at his height by far. Mike Asty, host of Pittsburgh Sports Live, ups the ante with this take. Quote, Antonio Brown is the greatest receiver in Steelers history. Super Bowls are a team accomplishment. It isn't his fault. He didn't win one, and individually, no one was better. Don't let your hatred cloud your judgment, unquote. Ditto radio talker Colin Dunlap, who sought to end the Antonio debate with this, quote, Antonio Brown is the best Pittsburgh Steelers receiver in their franchise history. Anyone saying otherwise is flat wrong, unquote. Dunlap then attempted to derail the counter-argument, tweeting in all caps, quote, Antonio Brown never won anything. Antonio Brown never won anything. Antonio Brown never won anything. Yeah, because his ass gave up 45 to Blake Bortles, unquote. But Andrew Filipponi has it totally flipped. He tweets, quote, Heinz Ward had a better Steelers career than Antonio Brown. Heinz has more receiving yards, receptions, touchdowns, Super Bowls, and Super Bowl MVPs than A.B. Hines' Steelers' accomplishments are greater. That's undisputable beyond debate. The self-dubbed Pony Express then stated why there will never be a Renaissance reassessment of Brown's career in the Renaissance city of Pittsburgh, tweeting, quote, Time heals all wounds doesn't apply to Steelers fans and Antonio Brown. The dislike and disdain hasn't slowed down. It hasn't dulled whatsoever. Steelers fans love it when he suffers misfortune. They root for it. I've never seen burn bridges this bad. Jamar Yager with the Pens. Barry Bonds with the Pirates. Not close, unquote. Tim Benz, writing for Trib Live, answered Brown directly. In doing so, he gave voice to Pittsburgh fans' low esteem for the clearly gifted receiver who came up oh so short as a Steelers teammate. Quote, actually, A.B., you didn't conquer. You didn't do everything in this game. And you didn't complete the mission because you didn't win a Super Bowl. Slosher on Twitter summed up Antonio's latest play for attention this way. Quote, Antonio Brown. Be a star receiver, have gigantic ego with potential concussion complications, 18 months of self-destruction, burn literally every bridge in existence, nobody wants to sign him, shocked face, desires more attention, retires. I give it three days, unquote. It's actually lasted a little longer than that, but 
We'll see. But if Brown is truly done, then the Athletics Steelers beat reporter Mark Cabloy has Antonio headed to the Hall of Fame in five years' time. He tweets, quote, Antonio Brown may have announced his retirement per his social media accounts. To me, he's a Hall of Famer. Maybe not a first ballot guy, but he had a Hall of Fame career, unquote. But all this is Pittsburgh's past. As for the future, the Steelers are headed into training camp, as is the rest of the NFL. But with only 80 players on the roster instead of the usual 90. Many uncomfortable cuts are coming across the league even before camps convene. And there will be no preseason games for hungry players looking to prove themselves. It's all part of the NFL amid the coronavirus. So here's all the latest from NFL Update on Twitter. Here's the series of tweets that brings us up to date. Quote, Players were also informed that roster sizes are expected to be at 80 to start camp per NFL Network. So we could be looking at around 320 cuts very soon. Some undrafted guys won't even make it to their first camp. Unquote. This as 95 players and staff members around the league tested positive for COVID-19 at some point. 59 out of the 95 are actual players. And then this, quote, players were officially informed today that there will be no preseason games this year, per Mike Garofolo. So now that is confirmed. And it comes, quote, after initially wanting two preseason games and dropping their proposal to one, the NFL has offered the NFL Players Association zero preseason games, per Adam Schefter. This is what the players wanted, and they are getting it. Finally, per Dan Graziano with ESPN, the NFL and the NFL Players Association have reached agreement on testing protocols. Daily testing for the first two weeks of training camp, then will shift to testing every other day, if the positive rate falls below 5%, unquote. So there it is, folks. COVID-19 is drastically changing, even disrupting this NFL season. But it is not stopping it, not yet anyway, and let's pray it stays that way. Should there be a season, as looks likely, it will feel and look different in many ways. From the limited, if any, fans in the stands, to what players do during the national anthem, and even what they wear as part of their uniform to highlight racial injustice and policing. The NFL Update reports this latest piece of news on this front. Quote, players will likely be allowed to wear helmet decals this season bearing the names or initials of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and other victims of systematic racism and police violence per Mike McCarthy. The NFL and NFL Players Association are working to have a list in time for the start of the season. That means a list of the appropriate names that they could wear on their uniform. So this will be another interesting front. And there it is, Steelers fans. A football past in dispute in the form of Antonio Brown's true Pittsburgh legacy. And a future in doubt due to COVID-19 and even the fan reaction to these expected player protests on race and policing. And while all of Pittsburgh clearly detests Antonio Brown, they might trade those troubles for what we have now. After all, say what you will about off-field antics. Brown left his best on the field with performances 
that stood out in Pittsburgh. Sure, it wasn't good enough for that elusive 7th Lombardi, but it was sure as hell fun to watch. Under Pittsburgh's cloudy skies, there was a time when Antonio Brown shone the brightest in all of the NFL. Not bad. Not bad at all. And that is your Steelers update for now. Download the latest podcast every Wednesday afternoon, wherever you download your favorite audio. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news. <laughs>